Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is intended for a mature audience as it contains adult language and can get rather intimate. So grab a cocktail, find a safe place to listen, and make sure your kids aren't around. Hey guys, it's Garcelle Beauvais and welcome to my podcast, Going to Bed with Garcelle. Grab a cocktail and get ready for some grown and sexy conversations with me and some of my closest friends. We're talking sex, life, relationships, did I say sex, and everything in between. Tonight, I'm going to bed with Superstore Actress and True Crimes and Cocktails podcast. I'm talking about the hilarious Lauren Ash. Hey, Lauren. Hey, how's it going? It's going really good. I'm so happy you're here. And the other person I'm going to bed with has her thirst aid kit and knows what's good for you. I'm talking about another podcast legend, Nicole Perkins. Hey, Nicole. Hi, how are you? (laughs) I'm great. What is your drink of choice, Lauren? Well, I'm uh, double fisting it over here. I've got the remnants of my morning uh, venti iced coffee from Starbucks, but also a glass of Sauvignon Blanc. This is my own version of a speedball. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) That's a perfect combination. Hilarious, you two fister. uh, Mm -hmm. All right, what about you, Nicole? What are you drinking? I am drinking a single malt whiskey um, from Van Brunt, the distillery here in Brooklyn. Um, and I also have some Fiji water on the side, but I'm I'm drinking my whiskey. To balance. Meat, just straight up. Yeah. I love it. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I'm having a Prosecco. Ooh, Cheers. Yes, and by I the way, it. this is a podcast ladies episode. I love this. We're going to jump right in. So Lauren, you host True Crimes Podcast. I want to know, Yeah. have you ever been with a guy that made you feel like he could be a serial killer? So many, so many. Um, yeah, t- too many troubling to actually, but you know, it's a nice, it's a, yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a good, uh, ending because I haven't died, but I think Thank that God. the, the one date I remember that he seemed the most like a killer, uh, he, we went on a, we went on a first date. He seemed fine. So I was like, I'll give anybody a second chance if they seem uh-huh. decent. We go on a second mm-hmm. date. Um, he comes back to my apartment cause it was like, it was going okay. But then he started doing all of this kind of like detective work around my apartment. And he was like, why do you have two toothbrushes? And I was like, I don't know. Like, and then he's like, why is there men's deodorant here? And I was like, well, I, I actually wear men's deodorant. I think he thought I had a boyfriend or something. So we were sitting on my couch watching TV and he slowly started leaning down and then he turned his head and buried his nose in my armpit and started smelling my armpit. I think to determine <laughs> okay. whether or not okay. I was actually wearing this men's deodorant. That to me could be a killer. Do you know what I'm saying? That, that is man could kill me. The makings of a killer. For sure. Right? <laughs> For sure. So bizarre. I, it's so funny. Two things you said. 
I did have a guy who didn't want me to shower and he loved smelling my armpits. And I always thought that was such a weird thing. And like, how could that be a turn on? But the other thing I did once was in bed with a guy. And I don't know if you guys remember the movie Basic Instinct where, you know, Sharon Stone character had a pick under her pillow. So here I am laying on my back, the guy's on top of me, and he slids his hands underneath the pillow. And I swear for a moment, I thought I could die right here. I don't even know why that came to my mind, but it was just, (laughs) there was something sinister about the way he slid his hands underneath my pillow. I didn't trust it. I didn't yeah, trust it at all. that's unsettling. That is very unsettling. That's definitely unsettling. Takes you out of the mood. What about you, Nicole? Yeah. Any horror stories? There was this one guy, I, I nicknamed him the demon because we were in the middle of hooking up and he started inhaling my breath in this really particular way that was not like... It wasn't romantic at all. It was very much like I am trying to take your soul out of you. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it it was concerning. Yeah, it was very concerning because he also, like at one point, he made this very like demonic face at me. It was just like, Ugh. you oh, know, like Satan. eyebrows that down and his tongue sticking out. <laughs> the sex was really good, though. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> He tried to steal my life That's force, but also super sexy. Yeah. I get it. Super good. I get it. You know, like I would sage when he would leave wow. and I would check in with my girlfriends to make sure that, you know, they knew that I was still in the land of the living after he left and stuff like that. So, you know, and I, you know, I tried to stay prayed up whenever he came around and everything, but the sex was really fucking good. <laughs> wow. wow. How long were you with him? I love that you saged when he left. <laughs> I think we kicked it for about a year, like off and on, you know, like he wasn't regular, but it was still, you know, yeah. You're still alive to talk about it and you had a good time. Um, Are you guys on dating apps? Yeah. Lauren, you're, you have a boyfriend, right? I do. Yes, I do now. Thank God. Uh, Yeah, I've done the gamut. I've run, I've done run the gamut of of the apps. You know, the secret celebrity one, Raya? Yeah, Raya. Yeah. Yeah. They rejected me twice. Stop it right now. <laughs> yeah, and that felt like a real low for me because, you know, I'm I'm on TV. It's tough to date, and I know that sounds funny, but it really is. I think it's hard for, it really like, is. super smart, successful women to date no matter what your occupation. But then when you add in that you're on TV and that you're recognizable and all of the above, it's right. really tough. And when I heard about Raya, I really thought that all of my problems were going to be solved. And I was like, oh, this is right. great. It's going to connect me to people in the industry and whatever. And no, twice, twice rejected, which was really. That is crazy. <laughs> really I'm sure they regret it now. That. So how did you end up meeting your guy? We ended up meeting in life, which feels impossible in LA. That's I feel what like I want. it's everyone meets on apps, right? But he knew of me and I was doing a live appearance, a live show, and he came and, and that's how we met. So he, he, he yeah. seeked me out, um, which, listen, which is great. That's nice. You know what I mean? Let them. Yeah, let that's them what we want. I mean, I'm on <laughs> Raya, yes. barely. Like, I think I joined maybe two weeks ago and I go on and on. It's really pathetic. I go on and then I'm like, nope, I don't like it. And then I'll look like, Maybe I'll try again. Mm. Nicole, what are you on? Actually, I am on Raya. (laughs) And what's interesting is, yeah, I was not expecting to um, 
get accepted at all. You know, I'm I'm in New York. Uh, I am not a thin woman. Uh, also, I am not necessarily very famous. I'm not famous at all, um, despite, you know, the work that I do. So I was just right. like, okay, I'm just going to do this just to see because I some of my friends who are much more famous than I am, they are still on a wait list and all this kind of stuff. Um, but I got in within a week of doing all the stuff that you need to do. <laughs> Lauren, like, did I you have hear no that? What? What? <laughs> Listen, I, you know what? I, I I think that's great. Good for you. I I think it was more, it was important for me on my journey. I think that I, I think I, if this was like a bigger lesson I was supposed to learn, right. I, I wanted Absolutely. it. I was too thirsty. I wanted to get on there yeah. too bad. So it was like the universe was like, keep her off. Don't Keep let her, her off. There. She doesn't need to. So how's it for, going, for Nicole? On there, uh, it's terrible. I matched with. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think I've had maybe three matches on there, and they all just kind of petered out. I never met anybody. We started to text, and then it just faded. Now, who would you be excited about that you see on the site? I have a list. Uh, oh. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I, I want to see Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. I want okay. to see Daniel Kalua. Mm. I oh, want to see yeah. Hosier. Um uh, oh. I want to see uh Florian Montano, the guy from Cree Two. I I definitely want him. Um like <laughs> <laughs> Now, would you ever, if you saw him, though, would you walk up to him? Would you strike up a conversation if you were at Starbucks and there he was? No, because I actually get really shy and awkward. Like, I'm really shy and awkward in real life. He's also Ah. just so big. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, then there's that. Okay. That's funny. Okay. So I'm going to ask you guys. Which do you think for a best hookup? Is it Tinder? You know, honestly, I went into a phase where I was using Tinder primarily for two reasons. One, Bumble, I hate the woman talking first. And I know that it's supposed to be I empowering, know, but I, I think it actually gives more power agree, to the men. Lauren. Right? Yeah. It gets yeah. a second level of rejection to me. Like it's yeah. like it's yeah, I don't love it. I, I think on Tinder it's definitely a wider net. Um, which can have, you know, negative consequences. But also I feel like in terms of just trying to make connections, especially if you're trying to not necessarily look for a relationship, I think that it's just the tried and true OG of the dating apps. That's what I think. Yeah, I would agree with that. Tinder, um, also Field. Field? What's Field? Field, F-E-E-L-D. It is the quote-unquote kinky app, and that's where you can go if you're looking for – if you want to be someone's third or if you're looking for a third or if you're looking for a dom or you're looking for a sub or like, you know, those kind of – if you're looking for someone who wants to smell your armpit, you know, that kind of thing. Like that's where you (laughs) You can find that. Do you think dating apps should probably have dick pics? Would that make it easier for us because then we could go – I don't want him. He's too small. Do you think a dick pic should should come along with the profile? I just don't trust that they're going to tell the truth. You know what <sighs> I mean? I mean, how do we know? Do we have to have them also hold their theirs. license? They're, they're, okay, it needs to be their their license needs to be beside it and a and today's newspaper. There needs to be. You right, know what exactly. I mean? Like there needs to be proof exactly. that this is accurate. That is, it's theirs. And if it was accurate, I think that's. I mean, yeah, I think that's a great caveat. Why not? Me too. I think that would get the ball rolling quicker. (laughs) 
Now, what about a submissive man? Would you like that? I had a guy who was like, wanted to pretend that sort of like I was the queen and he was bowing to me and it was such a turnoff. I couldn't get my head around it. Would you be okay with that? Yeah, that's Nicole, never been- Nicole, you're cracking up. That's never been appealing. <laughs> that's no, never been appealing like, to me either. I, I got to agree with you. No. Yeah. I couldn't get around it. Nicole, no, I, what I, I kind of like that. <laughs> oh, oh I kind of I no I yeah I like to be called mistress mm-hmm. I like call me ma'am uh, when I ask you to do something say yes ma'am uh, <laughs> I want to sandwich. be called a goddess I want to be worshipped you know um, and um, I don't go super hardcore where I need the you know him to dress up as a maid and clean my house or clean my house naked or anything <laughs> like that that's nice but that's not necessarily a requirement for me but I like I like <laughs> Men on their knees. So that definitely does it for me. Got it. I, I love that. that. That's awesome. <laughs> that that's is amazing. so good. Um, Lauren, tell me, like, what does your boyfriend do that's not sexual but turns you on? Are you guys into chore play where he does a chore and that turns you on? You know what it is for me, actually? He is very loving to my dogs. And oh. it is really, I mean... Like, like at night he'll go and, and before he comes to bed, he has to, you know, like cover the dogs. And then at one point I was like, what is he doing? And I looked and he was just like softly kissing my one dog on the head and like whispering to him good night. And I was like, that is quite possibly the most attractive thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, that's really great. So you can see what kind of a daddy's going to be if you guys want kids. Totally. And also just what kind of a person, you know, because I've dated people too. Mm. And, and I really think you can tell it's a huge litmus test if you have animals, um, how they interact with the animals, whether or not the animals like them. I think that's a really good way to tell just very that's quickly a really good what sign. kind of person you're dealing yeah. with. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what would be a turn on for you, Nicole, that's not necessarily sexual? If he can fix things or build things, <laughs> like build me oh. a bookcase. Uh, you know, my <laughs> table is wobbly. Yeah. Can you fix the leg on the table? Um, I don't have a you car now a because I live in New York. Yes, but I want somebody. <laughs> if I if I had a car, I want somebody who's able to fix my car. That kind of thing. Like I, yeah, a handyman. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, build I me go, a table and then I, fuck me on it. I get it. I get it. Yes, yes. Yeah. yes. Now there, we can get around that. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I think a guy who is thoughtful and sweet and like, you know, I booked you a massage or I made reservations for you and your girlfriends on Friday night because I know you've been, you haven't seen them. I think those kind of things are sexy too that are not really Mm. sexual, right? Okay. What about toys, sex toys? Are you into sex toys? Does your guy have to be into them too? Or is it just your thing? I, I'm actually not uh, a huge purveyor. And I think it's because I have a trauma tied oh. to trying to be adventurous when I was very young. I, <laughs> what happened? I, for oh, God. some reason, I, again, very, very young. I'm talking like 1920 ish. I was like, you know what? I'm adventurous. I'm fun. I'm, I'm sexually liberal. So I got this, just this honking dildo. Like it was huge, neon pink. (laughs) And I was like, I'm going to be a sexy lady and have some fun time on my own. And because at that time, I wasn't really familiar with that world. Um, And I had never, I'm a Niagara Fall down there. And so I just, (gasps) 
I went for it without any lube and I did give myself a fairly extensive like rubber burn inside. (laughs) Shaving. It was so painful. It was a, it was oh an extreme God. internal chafe, and uh, ever oh, since oh, then, I've. It's not that I'm opposed, but I think it's just yeah. like I don't, I don't PTSD. gravitate. Let's put it that way. I can understand that. So, a friend of mine found out we both are allergic to uh, latex, and she found out because a guy had a condom on and penetrated her, and all of a sudden she clamped down on him so hard because she had an allergic reaction and he couldn't get out and it was painful and it was horrible. And she was thinking she was going to have to call an ambulance and be stuck to him and have them get in an ambulance stuck. And luckily, finally, finally, but that's how she found out. And uh, I found out I would, after my divorce, I found out that I was allergic to latex, but I found out because I would go to birthday parties and these little kids would be running by with balloons. And I didn't understand every time I left a birthday party, I'm like, why am I having an allergic reaction? So that's how I found out, which was much, much, you know, more mild than my girlfriend getting a guy stuck in her. Oh, uh, Nicole, gosh, yes. <laughs> are you into toys? Um, yes and no. So I like... I like vibrators, but I don't usually penetrate myself with them um, because I've just found that I cannot get the angle that I need. Um, Mm. So um, I'll use a vibrator for, you know, um, the door knocker at the gates of paradise, but not necessarily (laughs) to enter (laughs) paradise. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is so good. Oh my god. What's the weirdest thing anybody's ever said to you during uh, you know, during sex? I think for me it was one time uh this was like a like a hookup and he was like are you thirsty? And I said yes and he took some water and then baby birded it into my mouth. Which isn't really dirty talk, but I was like I don't want your mouth water. I don't want that. No. Again, I was like I don't think I'm being approved here. I, but it was also like it was it happened so quickly that then I was like, well, I guess I'm oh, like it was yeah, that was probably one of the weirder moments for me. Wow. <laughs> that is weird. That is weird. Right? How do people come up with this stuff? Like when did he decide like Oh, I'm going to drink some water and feed it to her. And that's going to be really romantic. Yeah, that's a great question. I'd love to know how that started for him. You know, like, when does that happen? Guys, you know this podcast is all things sexy, right? And you know what's really sexy? Clear skin. I'm obsessed with my skin. That's why I'm excited to partner with this episode's sponsor, Apostrophe. Apostrophe treats acne, and they can also help you hit your other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash Garcelle when you use our code Garcelle. Now, this code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash Garcelle and click begin visit. Then use our code Garcelle at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. 
That's apostrophe.com slash Garcelle and use that code Garcelle to get your dermatology visit and save $15. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. All right, you guys, I'm going to play a little game. I'm going to give you a phrase and you tell me I would or I would not. Okay. A nudist resort. I would not. I would not. I would not. not. Interesting that we wouldn't. No. But I will say that I had this big come to come to Jesus moment a couple years ago about how I I was like, we all have to stop hating our bodies. We have to stop because we're getting, it's not getting any better. Do you know what I mean? Like in in 20 Mm -hmm. years, we're going to look back Mm -hmm. on this time and be like, why did I hate my body? Mm -hmm. So there is a group of my girlfriends who we have been known that we'll have these girl weekends and we get completely naked and we're in pools and nude. It's like we're, we're, we're witches celebrating ourselves in the woods. Um, really? I love that and find that empowering. Yeah. I but love I would that never want to do it with strangers. It's so no, empowering. No, exactly. Honestly, if it's, if it's close girlfriends that you, you know, you've known for years that you love, it really is like, there's something very powerful, you know, there's it's, and it's so funny because it's like, these are my closest friends in the world. And we've right. never seen each other naked because that's not like societally h- how we act. But then it was like, Accepted. you know, we're in this exactly. room. We're like, God, we're all gorgeous. You know, it was really, it was oh, kind of cool. Oh, I love that. That's such a great yeah. story. I was watching a, a documentary on Goop, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, and they had a section on sexuality and they had women sit in a circle um, completely nude with their legs open and that you could see each other's vaginas. They thought it was important for us to look at each other's vaginas, look at our own and, uh, and be okay with it. So did you have any close-ups, Lauren? We have not, we did not maybe necessarily take that next step. This was more okay. just a, you know, a free, a free kind of nude swim situation, but listen, never say never, never say never. never. Say never. I was just going to say, I will say that at one point, my best friend and I, we got on like a floaty together and then it was like, I, my, my vagina like touched her back. And then I was like, this is too much. This is, she's my best friend. It's too much. And I bailed into the pool. I was like, we've crossed the line now. So I, I think I yeah, maybe still exactly. have some boundaries that, that, you know, but again, general like, frolicking fun. There you go. Yeah. I think that's great. I think it's great too. Nicole, would you do that with your friends? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think no. I don't know. <laughs> it's wild. It's wacky. She's really I get thinking it. about it. I think that we could be topless. You know? Okay, you're okay. You're comfortable with topless. Try necessarily to, to. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't think okay. that we would try to look at each other's, you know, valleys. Right. I don't. Think right. So. I, right. I'm. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Okay. So. I would or I would not have sex in my parents' room. I would. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It was just immediate. I love very quickly. She was like, yep, yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, I would. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe she has. Nicole, is there anything you want to share? <laughs> I refuse to answer. <laughs> okay. You plead the fifth on that one. It's all good. Just it is case. all good. That's Say hilarious. No Say no more. <laughs> I would or I would not a swingers club. Oh I no, would not. I, I wouldn't want to be around a bunch of people. No. You know, if no. I decided to have an extra I, yeah, person no. in the room, I, I don't think I need a bunch of other people in there too. Yes, and no judgment. Yeah. I uh, people who, who no. that's a great community. God bless you, but that's just not for me. <laughs> I love how you said that's a great community. I don't know. So that that'll I would come do. after you. <laughs> Listen. I, 
I, again, I, res- I respect <laughs> it, but uh, yeah, it's just not for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't necessarily know that I would do a swingers club. Yeah. But if I went out of town and there was a... You know, one of those like lovely little sex clubs where you go in and everybody has to lock up their phones in a locker and you wear a nice little mask and you can walk around in whatever sexy attire or not if you mm-hmm. want to. And there are little rooms to the side, those kinds of things. I think I might do that if it was more anonymous. Okay. You're much more adventurous than we are, <laughs> Yeah, we're... <laughs> I love it. I think that's awesome. I do too. Yeah, I'm just I'm okay. such a prude. I'm such a prude. I would or I would not pretend to be dead during sex. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, as someone who uh, hosts a true crime podcast, I'm going to say I would not if that was a request because I don't think that that leads anywhere good. If he is asking no. you to be dead, to play dead. I don't know where that escalates. I don't know what the next step is. So t- for yeah. for me personally, that would be a boundary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yes. a dateline episode. That. That's not. a dateline episode. It's, yeah. Yeah, I would, I would not pretend to be dead at his request. Now, I do enjoy, you know, when you're like, don't make a sound that kind of challenge where you're, you know, oh, like that. Yeah. I, I like yeah. that kind of play, but I don't think I want to pretend to be dead. Yeah. Okay. I agree. <laughs> All right. Last one. <laughs> I would, or I would not keep my socks on during sex. It's not sexy. No judgment. <laughs> <laughs> no way, Lori. It's taking you this long to answer this question. <laughs> Look, I'm from Canada, so it's cold. You know what I mean? And so if if it happens once in a while, it's not an active choice. But if it was like, you know, if something led to another and it that, that was still on, you know, that wouldn't that wouldn't it wouldn't take me out of it. Um, OK, but I'm also happy to take them off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If it was like a quickie, Ew, I, I would would like feed yeah. them on. But but yeah. I don't. I don't sleep with socks anyway, so it's, yeah. you know, and I don't wear socks around my house, yeah. so I, it's very rare that I would still be in socks uh, by the time I get to the nasty. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you a Twitter question. So Casper was taken, at Casper was taken. Is there a classy way to ghost someone? Well, you know what I've done before is... What? I, I, have, I have sent like a, uh, this isn't going to work out, I'm so sorry, text, and then blocked. And so just not <laughs> not allowed a response. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I kind of think it's not a pure ghost because you're not just disappearing, but it's also like right. not allowing a response. So it's kind of some gray area, you know? Oh, it is some gray area. Yeah, I've done that too. And I think that if, if it's from like a dating app and you haven't met yet, I think that's a reasonable expectation. But if you have mm-hmm. met, then you should be able mm-hmm. to use your words and communicate, hey, this isn't working anymore. And I would not mind, uh, hey, that's not work. This isn't working anymore. And then a block. Like I would be mad about it, but I would still feel like, oh, well, at least he said something. You know, at least he let me know. Yeah. I would like a guy to tell me like what went wrong because I think I could learn. If they did it in a constructive way, you know, I would like that Mm. or, but I've said in the past, you know, I just don't, you know, you seem like a really great guy, but I don't feel like there's any chemistry between us. And Mm -hmm. I think sometimes 
they accept it and sometimes they don't and they just, you know, I never hear from them again, which is fine. I want to know why you guys started doing your podcast since, you know, here we are. I want to take advantage of this. Uh, Nicole, what made you want to start your podcast and what do you want to say to the world? Well, with both of them, um, I want to give women in particular space to talk about their desires and the things that make that make them feel good. Um, mm. And that, that doesn't necessarily always mean sexual things, but just, uh, you know, with the first podcast that I hosted with Bim Adewunmi, um, that was about looking at the ways pop culture shapes desire, right? And so talking about the things that uh, we as women liked and why these celebrities appealed to us so much and what that meant about mm. what we were looking for in our romantic relationships and things like that. And then with This Is Good For You, I really realized that I most of the things that I enjoyed I had monetized you know like I like watching television I like watching movies I like reading books and so then I was talking about them and making a living off of those things so then I just kind of wanted to focus on the things that I was doing just for the pure joy and pleasure of it and so for me that was cross stitching which is uh, like embroidery and things like that and so I I yeah that's black people don't really do that I, my mom taught me. Did she? It's a whole Did world she? of crap. That's yes. hysterical. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so I want I want people, but especially women um, and film identified people to be able to feel good and be okay with feeling good. Sometimes we feel good and we're like, oh, Lord, how, you know, this is going to be over right. with. Let me just wait for the right. thing that's going to take me out of this really good moment. And it's like, no, you can sit in pleasure for a while. It's just... You know, be good with it. That's so lovely. That's, why that's I really beautiful. These podcasts. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that really is. That's so cool. I love that too. Um, Lauren, what about you? Why true crimes and cocktails? You know, it's funny. My, I, I always say she's my cousin by blood, sister by life, Christy Oxborough. She and I, she's a stay-at-home mom in rural Canada. Mm-hmm. And we wow. were just kind of into the new Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. And we were having some late night you know, drunken Zooms with wine ourselves. And we were having such a laugh and really kind of dissecting them. I was like, you know, I think we should record these and put them out there. Um, And it became such a success so quickly. And I think that more than anything, it was such a fun way to harness our connection. Yeah. And so it kind of became just this beautiful project for us to do together. Now, she also has become this incredible internet researcher. She's taught herself how to read forensics files. She's always like devouring books. Um, and she comes wow. up with the most amazing research about all of these cases. And she's soaring. And it's a joy for me to kind of get oh. to be almost, like her second banana. You know what I mean? Like it mm-hmm, started mm-hmm. as like, I'm on TV. I have some you know, following, whatever. Let's kind of do this thing. And then it's like, it's her show. She's the star. And it is the best. Like the watching the rest of the world discover how amazing and hilarious and, you know, talented in this arena she is, is like the biggest gift for me, you know, getting to celebrate that her is and, so cool. and uh, you know, see her shine. I love that. That is so cool. And I think what we all have in common here is we all want to give women a platform, a place to laugh and learn and encourage one another. And I think that's what I get from what you're saying, Nicole. So many times when it feels good, we want to get out of it because we're like, oh, it can't feel good too long or, or even accepting a compliment. And it's nice that 
the three of us are doing it in our own way, giving women and other people permission to just, you know, be themselves and love on themselves and be okay with feeling good. So I love that. I love that. Ladies, this is my favorite part of the show. This is where you get to highlight who's inspired you, who's uh, made you laugh, and we call it, who do you want to go to bed with? So Nicole, who do you want to go to bed with tonight? So the person that I want to go to bed with is the rapper Big Crit. He is from Mississippi, and he has an incredible flow an incredible voice. And he just, every time I hear him, he just makes me tingle. And I think he's an amazing lyricist. And he just, you know, he seems to just kind of mind his business too. Hopefully he's not problematic. (laughs) But um, he recently put out a new single called Pick Up the Pace. And it is so, it's just so good. I love him. He's great. And Oh, I have to check him out. That's who I want to go to bed with. That's awesome. Um, Lauren, who do you want to go to to bed with? CNN anchor Don Lemon. Let me tell you, I was not a news watcher prior to the pandemic. I would get my news by reading. But during the pandemic, I got into CNN, as I think a lot of people did. And I really felt like, and I know that this sounds insane, but I spent so much time with Don Lemon and I felt like I became friends with him through the pandemic. We saw, I saw him every day and you know what I mean? And he became truly this kind of like voice of calm when it was, you were nervous voice of anger when it was appropriate. And Mm -hmm. I just love him. And I just want so desperately for us to be friends. And, you know, I'm trying to manifest it, you know, just by putting it out there as much as I can. Uh, I should not be as obsessed with him and his his gorgeous partner and dogs, but I am. I know. Um, I know. Don Lemon. I got the whole thing going. I think he's fabulous. I bought his book, and then I found out that he's selling signed copies, and I was like, I guess I'm getting another copy. (laughs) (laughs) I just love him. (laughs) Oh, I love that. That's really great. Um, I'm gonna be a hoe. I'm gonna go with. uh, I'm gonna. Go to bed with all the fans of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. These fans are invested. They are so committed to the franchise, good and bad. Um, but it's just great that people are excited about something and I'm happy to be a part of it. So I'm going to bed with the entire fandom of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So there you have it. Um, guys, it. let me know where you want people to follow you, what you want them to know right now. Nicole, uh, do you want to go? Go ahead. Twitter, oh, social media, yeah, uh, anything you want. Okay, you can find me at Tennessee Whiskey Woman. That's T-N, whiskey with an E, woman. And my <laughs> podcast is uh, at This Is Good Pod, and it's called This Is Good For You. I love that so much. I'm going to subscribe too. right away because that sounds so up my alley. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth Ash, and you can also find our podcast, True Crime and Cocktails, uh, anywhere you stream podcasts, you can also follow us on Instagram at True Crime and Cocktails and everything else you need to know, truecrimeandcocktails.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, you guys, for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And you can help support us by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. The after party continues on my Instagram at Garcelle and on my Twitter at Garcelle B. And you can now watch our full episodes on YouTube. 
Going to Bed with Garcelle is an Orion podcast produced by Orion Television, Audio Up, and Beauvais Wilson Productions, distributed by Audio Up. Concept by Garcelle Beauvais and Lisa L. Wilson, hosted by Garcelle Beauvais. Executive producers, Barry Posnick, Garcelle Beauvais, Lisa L. Wilson, Sam Winter, and Crystal Liney. Co-executive producers, Cindy Levinson, Emu Zhu, associate producer, Taz Beckford. Music from Extreme Music. The show was edited and mixed by Jeremiah Zimmerman. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find the ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.